Welcome to Do You Believe Podcast tonight. We have our Flat Earth correspondent. Do, do, you, do you want to tell people your name or is this a secret? I'm, I'm the Jabronius, of Jabronius, the Flat Earth expert, and many other things that we're going to talk about. A uh, few housekeeping items. We have a Facebook page and a Twitter page, Do You Believe Podcast, and a website, do you believe podcast.com? Send us emails at request at do you believe podcast.com. Tell us we're crazy. Tell us we're amazing. Or just tell us some conspiracies that you have. But yeah. Uh, cue the theme music. Okay, so today we have Jabronius on. Yep. Jabronius, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm not really a flat Earth expert, but you know, I like you. some flat Earth talk for sure. So we saw our, we had about thirty views on our flat Earth a couple weeks ago, and now it's yeah. up to fifty. I'm blaming that on you. Yeah. Right. No, I just think the topic is interesting to people nowadays. Yeah, it's fun. It's like I went to I went to on duty, so to speak, and people there's a there's actually a, quite a few uh, conspiracy theorists and quite a few flat earthers, and everybody was having pretty good conversations about it. And, Did anybody get and mad? Then people were getting interested in it and asking <laughs> the right questions. It was, it was pretty entertaining. <laughs> so I don't know if we met any believers or not, but lately I haven't really been delving too deep into it. I just kind of looking at other stuff and you know, ooh, other just, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Your show, uh, and then uh, I really liked uh, the the talk you and Carrie did about uh, and Mandy and uh, about uh, Wizard of Oz. I like that one. That was good. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do some fun ones once in a while, or some lighthearted ones. Right. So. But we're going to talk about the North Pole, I guess. I mean, because you guys talked about Antarctica for a few of them, for a few episodes. Yeah. And, yeah. So you we know, didn't... they say we live on a globe, so it's like we got the top and the bottom. Yeah. You know, you guys talked about the bottom. <laughs> it was funny. So we talk... didn't even, yeah, we didn't even mention flat earth at all i assume people remembered from our previous episode yeah so i mean what's isn't the north pole so weird though it's because it's just all our compasses point that way and i'm somebody who has done a lot of compass work yeah and it's just a weird idea and it's like well scientists say you know that's the magnetic north and that's where our uh, our dial is going to point, no matter where you're at. Hmm. So I've been thinking. So the things I've been thinking about are there's a couple ways we can go about this. Uh, talking about, you know, is there a 
giant black mountain at the North Pole that's mm. magnetic. Mm. Some call uh, Rupes Nigra. I don't know if you've seen that before. I have not. Interesting. Yeah. Or is it the Axis Mundi or the Tree of Life or the World Tree? Uh, or is it Santa Claus? Probably. Most so, so many things. I, I know we were going to talk about facts, but so many people, you know, is it a is it a conspiracy that they want us to believe in Santa Claus at an early age so that and then they just show us a bunch of videos of the North Pole being really cold and snowy. And then we find out that, spoiler alert, Santa Claus isn't real. And then we're like, oh, well, we just dismiss the North Pole altogether. Yeah, that's a good point. What do you think about that? I think that's interesting. I mean, that's that's on the Illuminati level, though. It's, you know, that's what they're doing, you know. It's like, oh, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, North Pole, North Pole. And then you just dismiss santa claus and you're like dismiss the north pole you're like well there's nothing there there's it's like why should i care about that place yeah because there's that and we didn't learn anything about it in school right not a thing and then wasn't it you and matt weren't you guys talking about as well as antarctica that there just isn't a lot of good satellite imagery of the north pole Right, so I I was on Google Earth, I was just goofing around. I wanted to see, you know, the North Pole, what they have up there, and see if maybe there's like some blurred out images or something or whatever, but I couldn't find the North Pole at all. And I tried yeah. several places. They've got the thing where you can zoom in where people have taken pictures, and there was some around there, but there was nothing... It was all on regular land, like in Greenland or Canada, but nothing at the north. I swear it used to be there, but I, there's nothing now. Right. So, we can talk about some facts, I guess. I mean, I don't really want to talk about this theoretical land or theoretical ice, they say, that's up there, but... I mean, I started looking at some of the first people that supposedly went to the North Pole, but there's a lot of controversy about that, you know? Yeah. It says in 1909, Robert Peary and his partner, Matthew Henson, and four uh, others reached the North Pole. They are recognized as the first, although there is still controversy surrounding this claim, as some believe the men missed the North Pole by several miles. Hmm. So that's the thing. It's like a lot of other videos I watch and research I do. It's just like a lot of people who claim to go, you know, don't actually hit the mark, you know. And I was even reading, you know, the Richard Bird guy. He also did some North Pole flights and there's controversy around his too. Saying he didn't make it the full way. He had to come back. Yeah. So kind of going in with that it's um you know i like my maps i like my map stuff you know my gleason map my um but you've heard of gerardus mercator right Um, the mercator map uh so he i did i did learn about him in school i mean 
a little bit, but it seems like people like to pick and choose, you know, what they use from people, right? Yeah. And he made a lot of useful maps and, uh, and a lot of maps and, uh, a lot of his stuff is still used to today, actually. He had like a huge library. According to sources, he, he never really traveled. He created most of his maps from books and studying. But then he created this map called the, I'm going to jack this up, but the Septentrionalium Terrarum hmm. in 1606. And in this map he made... It shows four islands at the North Pole that mm-hmm. surrounds a mountain. And that mountain is Rupes Negra, the Black Mountain. Interesting. Yes. So I could maybe type this into Skype for you if you want. But Yeah, if you have any links or anything, put them in there and then I'll put them in the notes. Right. Um, so his map though is used by a lot of people like myself, but a lot, I know Matt likes uh, hollow earth, but a lot of hollow earth people use his map. So I posted some stuff into okay. Skype for you and you can share it, oh, but we'll do the, the interesting things about Gerard is, is like a lot of his other maps are used widely and the, Maps were used are still used for um, uh, navigating the oceans uh, via boat, and uh, you know. But a lot of people discredit this map, this one of the North Pole. You know, they're just like, "Oh, it's it's fantasy," you know. Yeah, but everything else is real. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, some of his other yeah, some of his other maps are good, but you know, this one shows four <laughs> islands and. So it's fantasy. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that, but... See, I don't... Has anybody came so, out and... Well, I don't know. So it shows four land masses that surround the North, the North Pole. Uh, Rupus Negra, the Black Mountain, at the center. They say that's a magnetic mountain. And it's surrounded by possibly water. And it says four strong currented or strong current rivers flowing outward. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of people try to link this to possibly being Eden yeah. or Agartha or Hyperborea or Avalon or Shambhala, any of them, uh, you know, ancient um, lands, uh, you know. So that brings up an interesting question. Now, yeah. the King James Version of the Bible that I've read labels, you know, two of the rivers. It does mention four rivers flowing right. out of Eden. You got two of them that are real ones that they have now, Tigris and Euphrates. And I'm not, I don't know if they, in that translation, because in the original text it's got a different name. I don't know if they were guessing that that's where it was. Because if they're just guessing, it could be, you know, what you're saying. Some people are saying yeah. the North Pole is where Eden was originally. And the four rivers are actually those ones. So I don't know. Yeah, I th- 
I don't know either, and I'm really not claiming to right now, but I think it's interesting. I think the I don't think Gerardus Mercator would have mapped this out willy nilly, like just putting land masses there, because he seemed like an educated fella. Uh, to me, this is too too specific to be just a random guess. Like, if it was just a random guess, I'd picture a guy just being like, yeah, and there's a mass up there, you know, kind of like with Antarctica. Just, yeah, it's just a big mass of ice, yeah, and call it a day. But this is, right. there's something to it, right? Right. I mean, he was a found. he founded many schools on cartography. I mean, he wasn't, uh, you know, just some random dude. So when he comes out with a map like this, it's just regarded as garbage, or you can discredit this one. But I should say this about him: I didn't mention he was a he was a globe earther, though he made he actually made globes. And think about this: this was around the time this this ideology was becoming big in the Renaissance. Yeah. But he actually made and sold globes. That was part of how he made money. Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, but he's got one of the best maps that shows something different than what we're told about the North Pole. You know, that's interesting. And if he wasn't, if he was on board with the the globe, they yes. why, why would they discredit this map and use everything else still? That's that, that seems strange to me. I just think it's weird that he. Yeah, I mean, it's, the you know, and also something interesting about the map, um, that specific map, because he made, you know, I don't know, he made a lot of maps. It actually is one of the first maps that calls out California in the, in the Americas. It says California, uh, Regio, basically California region. Pretty interesting. Huh. And a lot of people uh, discredit this map he made a lot, too, because the southeast or the bottom right island, if you were looking at the map, it says pygmy. Talking about a, it's, inhabit, it's inhabitants for pygmy, pygmies. Yeah. And, and people just, you know, discredit that as well. You know, a lot of things you'll read about it will... We'll just say, you know, he just fantasy, more, more myths. Mm-hmm. So, well, I just kind of wanted to talk about that map. I mean, that's one of the more popular ones. And it's just like, is, are these things that are being hidden, you know, are these things that are, um, this could be, uh, the mythical lands from Norse mythology and Idrisil could be, at the top of the mountain, you know, or yeah, those those places might not be made up, you know. They might there's a so some weird some weird stuff in the north and south pole. Oh, they're just I yeah. Know. It's just I feel like this day and age we would have a lot more information, like all the satellite imagery. Like here it is. See nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah, and even looking at like the the Antarctica stuff, 
Right. Um, like there's just it's, all of Antarctica is just a huge white spot. Towards the outside, right. they have some satellite pictures, but they ignore everything in the middle for some reason. Right. I mean, it's it's it goes back to what Matt was saying about uh, the pictures of Antarctica being released with the WikiLeaks. You know, it's like why would it be that big of a secret yeah. in the first place? Yeah. So. Like I said, with conspiracies, you know, that's the problem is when you try to hide stuff, people are just going to come up with all sorts of things. So if you want to avoid conspiracies, just tell the truth. It's easy. Right. It can't be that big of a secret. Right. But apparently it is. Right. So kind of mentioned the Mercator map. Um there's a lot to look at there. Um, a lot of people use that to say, you know, to mention that they're hiding things about the North Pole, that it's just not all ice and snow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the travel there is just as, you know, the people that have supposedly, you know, navigated it are just as controversial as Antarctica is. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of. Oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so did it, and they're like a legend in history class. There's not a lot of that. So, mm-hmm. And along with that, so I mentioned Rupes Negra, the mountain. And I've been reading about it a lot lately. And if you just go to just Wikipedia, like in the first, let me see here. The first line about it says, Rupes Negra means black rock, but... It says a phantom island. That's the first thing it says. It just says phantom island. Yeah. You know, it's make believe, even though <laughs> it's on a lot of maps and stuff. Uh, it was believed to be 33 miles wide, Black Rock, located at the magnetic North Pole or at the North Pole itself. Yeah, so it's already it. an interesting thing. And it would it would explain I mean it fits in nicely with the flat earth theory, you know. If you're yeah. trying to paint a beautiful picture. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know if you'd hmm. seen any of this if you, I had before. heard of this, yeah. And I think I don't know. I haven't written this off as BS like most people would have. If it had been in like a work of fiction and like here's a fictional map, okay, I guess. Like to me, the only person that's really gone into that much detail about making fake maps would, you know, be Tolkien with Lord of the Rings stuff, right? He really went all in on that. But like this, there's too much detail on this map to be to be able to just completely say it's BS. Right. Right. Either somebody's very creative and came up with this. But it's saying it just came in with like a bunch of maps and stuff that he had made, so I don't why would he make this up but everything else is fine, right? Yeah, it's like, oh his his maps of uh, the Atlantic re- region is good, but you know we gotta discredit this because it shows, you know, we don't want you know, it's kind of what we've been talking about. I think it, we don't want anybody yeah. to know about that. 
I think a lot of the things they might be hiding on the northern tadpole and stuff is just they don't want people to start asking questions. So if they can just write it off as just a icy wasteland, nobody cares about it. And even, you know, right. with the Santa thing, just like, oh, yeah, Santa <clears throat> lives up there. Ha, ha, ha. No, there's nothing up there. <laughs> right. And just watching a lot of the Globebuster videos, uh, those guys are good. And I think Dave is one of them. And he, he always mentions that. It's just funny how when he was a kid, one of the first videos, like maybe National Geographic or something, videos was showing some explorers going up to the North Pole. And he thinks it's like propaganda, just kind of being like, look how cold and miserable it is. And it was like, you know, 100 mile an hour freezing winds, just snow, just you just can't go any farther uh, and the video is more like a promotional being like, Hey, you know, don't come up here. Don't travel up here. It's, it's too dangerous. Don't even think about it. Just turn around, you know? And he said like that move, that, that video came out back then. And it was like, so pretty influential, right? There wasn't a lot of stuff like that, really. Not like today, you know, people put all kinds of stuff out, but Back then, it just kind of turned people away. You know, nobody would think twice about it. It's like, I'm not going That's on a hiking trip up there. You know? Yeah. And they're, they might even still be doing that with the South Pole because there's that guy, supposedly, that was going down to explore it that died. It was all over the news. Like, right. See, it's dangerous. Don't go. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just part of. Just a little psyop, you know, just keeping people away with simple subliminal messages and just, you know, propaganda video and stuff. And it works. I mean, everybody, it's like, who do you know that even, you know, who do me and you know? We know a lot of people even ever even dream of doing going there. Right. You know, and even if they did, they would just be like, well, we, we joke all the time about like going down there and just. Seeing the cold and turn around and coming back, you know. <laughs> so, anyways, all right. Um, so we talked about Mercator a little bit. I mean, we can talk about him more, but I just think his map is interesting. Uh, we could talk about it, that for like a whole hour, yeah. just looking at all the random stuff. It's just interesting that it has. Four islands, four rivers flowing out of it, similar to Eden. And I know the Bible labels them, but and but it, it does line up with other um, religions and their uh, yeah. kind of you know tree of life, world tree views. Um, and that's something even like I never really paid much attention to, just because. I was doing the regular church stuff, but like, listen to Graham Hancock, who's like, a, he's not really, a, he's not an actual archaeologist, but he does a lot of research on the stuff, and he also does a lot of research on like ancient texts and stuff, and they're all more similar than you think. When you sit right. down, they're all named different things, but if you replace the names with, I don't know just stuff you're used to it it's the same story yeah and you see it all over the world all around the same time 
Right. Yeah. It's interesting. I I think a lot of the ancients, I think they knew, you know, they 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 knew the world, the realm that we live in. They weren't being uh you know, manipulated at the level we are with yeah. social media, videos, um, YouTube, TV, commercials, like That's, our school yeah. system. Everything is just, everything is controlled in the world we live in. But th- back then, you know, they, they knew things. They were able to, they had time to read in their large libraries and figure yeah. things out. Yeah. That's we live such a fast-paced life. <laughs> yeah, we don't have time to think anymore. We don't have a lot of thinkers out there. Yeah. That's all they did so, in, like, you know, Greece and stuff. They just sat around and thought. So another... Um, so I kind of mentioned what, uh, you know, Idrisil, Eden, yeah. uh, Agartha... The Greeks called it Hyperborea, um, kind of this land to the north. Um, let me find my write-up on that real quick. But Hyperborea, like the Greeks said, it was a land to the north or beyond the north wind, okay, where a mythical race of giants lived. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And if you look at it on uh, Wikipedia, they show the Mercator map and they show the North Pole on there. And they say, well, uh, that's the place they were talking about. And they're a lot of times they're all conjoined in one saying these are all the same places, all the places we're talking about right now. These everybody knew about them. They all just had, like you said, different names for them. Yeah. And, uh, I know you're interested in giants and There's been a lot of stuff. giant talk lately. Huh? There's been a lot of talk about giants lately. Especially With the crew? Especially from Bobby. hmm Yeah, I mean, they're interesting. So, I mean, if you believe like we believe, you know, that day there was, you know, giants scattered abroad. Yeah. And the Greeks... uh apparently knew of them and they had a name for this specific area hyperborea there's a lot of hyperborea stuff in uh like uh, pop culture um they say there's a lot of stuff uh hidden in plain sight about hyperborea yeah So, uh, something interesting I found on this website about, uh, just, a, it was, it's a flower, uh, the hibi- uh, hibiscus, yeah. uh, or just like a, just like a lily, a lily flower, a lily kind of what they think, you know, actually resembles the, uh, um, like the the stigma in the center of the flower sticks up, and it kind of looks like a uh, like a world tree. Hmm. And then you have 
the four you have these uh pedals outside of it and uh it gets dark and kind of re- resembles a um not a hurricane but just kind of like a raging water surrounding this world tree and this dark black maybe mountain and uh this website just kind of says it's it's like a symbol of the truth and it uh some people think uh you know a lot of people know about this that the lily and the rose uh they're on tarot cards apparently and they think mm-hmm. the lily would be the tower or the mountain and that uh other people who study these things are the occult uh, know of these uh know of this symbolism that the lily represents kind of maybe the center of the earth or the world tree upon the great mountain. Hmm. So there's a lot of things, you know, like that are maybe hidden in plain sight about this uh, topic. Yeah. And that's just something I saw really recently. I didn't study up on that, obviously uh, a lot, but. It's just kind of weird. It's kind of weird. So do we, so do you, from a, let's say we're, let's put on our skeptic hat. Okay. Do we think in recent time in recorded history, we have never been there and don't want people to go up there? Or we have been and we know what's, is exactly what's up there and they're trying to hide it. Well, Cause then, like, I think ah. they're trying to hide it. I mean, so a lot of people tie it to the Illuminati as well, which a lot of us conspiracy theorists believe hide everything, right? Yeah. And the magic Illuminati number is, what, 33? You know? Hmm. I don't know if you study that any. Like that they, that's like they're not. That's like the number. 33. I've been meaning, so, meaning to look into more numerology stuff. So, if you look at the United Nations map, right? Yeah. And it has the latitude, longitudinal lines. You know, it's the flat earth map. We always talk about that. Right. But if you look at the latitude, longitude, latitude and longitudinal lines that do circles around it, and it kind of looks like a reticle or a scope kind of thing. If you count all the squares or all the poly, uh, polygon shapes mm-hmm. within the UN map, it it totals 33. And the center one is the 33rd, which would be where the North Pole is, which on the UN map, they don't show anything there. It's just a big blue blob of water. Hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot of the big... Uh, Freemasonry, Illuminati, uh, you know, people who look for the number sim- symbols and everything say, oh, that's interesting. That, uh, that's quite interesting. That, that UN map has 33. If you counted every inside every single one of them, I'll send you a picture on Skype and you can look at it. It's, it's just interesting. I mean, or people 
Or we, or we can play devil's advocate, or people just look into it too much. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's awfully convenient. Hmm. Yep. Did you see that picture? Yeah. It's just interesting. If it's just interesting listeners, how there's nothing there, and there's no Antarctica on the edge. You know? That's a good point. It's not even, you know, acknowledged on the UN symbol. Yet it is. They have their own flag. Come on. Surely they represent. Surely they've sent a penguin down there to sit in the UN office to, you know, stand for the country. But hmm. yeah, exactly. Huh. Um. So I don't know. North Pole. Could be keeping secrets. Could be there. Could be land uh, farther north. You know, unexplored land. Um, maybe they've tried to go and they just can't. On, uh, I mean, we know uh, submarines and battleships and stuff travel in those north, uh, those North Arctic seas and the North Pacific seas, but uh. You know, how far are they really going? You know, it's kind of the same thing with the flight pass. You know, how we kind of research all the flight pass. And then uh, what everybody finds out is that they're a lot different than we all imagined, right? Yeah. So, you know, we don't really know. Um, there's a lot of mystery that surrounds the North Pole. And I think and that's helped. If they're hiding it, that helps a lot because nobody thinks much of it, right? They're able to hide yeah. things where people don't ask questions. Like, flight pass, no one's going to do that, right? They're like, well, when's my flight? When do I get there? Okay, I get on the plane, I land where I need to go. Good enough. They don't ask, you know, how did we go? Which route did we go? Nobody does that, right? So nobody that's cares, it. yeah. And then just North Pole, there's like, nobody cares about it. Nobody cares so about it. Try. If you ask anybody, nobody cares. Nobody can tell you anything about it. If you just ask for it, everyday people, me, even me and you, we're, we tried to research as much, a little bit, you know, like, like we could, there's a lot more, but it's like, isn't it amazing? Think about how much we talk about. So much of it is just kind of yeah. mythical in a sense, you know, like before there's more mythical knowledge about it. You know, you can go to, Go to Google, though, and search North Pole facts or something, and it'll be, you know, the temperature here is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, before I even researched this, the best I could tell you is, like, okay, the North Pole, you know, it's cold and icy, and there's polar bears, and then Antarctica, there's penguins, and some science research places, and it's really cold. That's all I knew. But, like, there's so much more to it. Like, we were talking about, like, the, the ice being two miles thick on average in Antarctica. That's an insane fact that I had never heard up until that point. I feel like that's worth talking to or talking about. But, no, no mention of it. Right. You know, if you look at a lot of, or research it a little bit, most 
one of the only things you ever find is people are like, oh, did you know there's two North Poles? There's a magnetic one and then there's a geographic one. And that's about all I can tell you. Yeah. Hmm. Now I kind of want to go up there. I think it's uh, equally uh, as interesting as the Antarctica now yeah. as far as uh, there's not really a lot of reputable data out there about it. It's yeah. just, you know. Yeah, nobody's talking about it, and I think that's what they wanted, but I feel like we should start talking about it. You know, people. a lot of people talk about the, the auroras, you know, yeah. but hmm. people normally only go as far north as they can until they start to see them, and then, you know, they don't go any farther north. They, they're like, yeah. oh. So that's an interesting... I was reading somewhere that... So it's typically the green light, but I think they're saying they're, they're seeing orange lights now? And of course they just have some generic, like, some weird science things explaining it. Oh, you know, it's... It's uh going off at an angle and it's going through this molecule and it's, you know, and then it, you know, it's this wavelength. So that's why you're seeing that because, you know... And that's Explain the, it away yeah. without actually doing experimentation, you know. That's the thing with science nowadays. I think they're at a point where they feel like they can't, they're not allowed to say they don't know, right? So they have to make something up that sounds correct. Okay. But typically there's no actual evidence to back it up. It's just like, okay, yeah, this is what we theorize. They don't say theorize, though. They say this is what it is. Yeah. True. So I found something that looks like maybe um, it's a Hollow Earth page, but they got like maybe satellite pass, but they all miss north the north north tip of the North Pole. Mm -hmm. People are saying it's called the just like a shadow zone or a black like a. It's interesting. No, they just accidentally missed it. That's what it was. <laughs> yep. I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. Could be... <sighs> I'd like to think that it's a mountain. You know, a magnetic mountain. You know, with like uh, rivers and land up there. and It's just, we, it's just not what we're told. It's yeah. a cool. It's a cool idea, but I don't know. I'm not. I didn't come on the show today to claim I knew. Sorry, I'm breaking your heart. Hmm. We're gonna have to get some. Uh, we may never know. That's we the need, problem. We need some experts. I was thinking about you know compasses and how they work. And like, I've, yeah, I mean, they they. You know, I I have seen a compass. I have been in a magnetic anomaly where my compass started spinning before. Hmm. I was at Fort Knox one time, and, you know, people normally just say, you know, you're over a, a mineral deposit or something. Hmm. Nobody really knows. 
but uh But if you look, okay, so here's here's the weird thing, and this is something I've been uh, looking at or just thinking about a lot. But with the compass, you know, you you shoot an azimuth, and there's declination angles, and when you get a map, the first thing on the one of the first things you look at for on the map is the the declination angle. Every map has a different one like slightly different it's a it's a degrees and you adjust your your measurement you know i don't know if you've seen that before i have not but they tell you it's for it's it's uh accounting for terrain and all this stuff nobody i've never really seen anybody that gave me a good answer and this was like years <laughs> ago you know yeah but you know you know i like the uh go to flatter stuff you know blah 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 but if you look at the actual azimuthal equidistant map, which is basically the compass map that the whole thing is based off of, it's like it's a flat earth map and it's just like the Gleason map. Yeah. You know, so it's like azimuthal equidistant projection, like so your your compass projection is based off a of flat earth map. Yeah. So, and everything points to the center, to the North Pole. So, it's just, is that declination angle that they put on every map that you get? Because, you know, I've got maps from all over the place. And it'll have a different declination angle on it. Is that being accounted for where you are, where you're at on this flat Earth map compared to where the magnetic North really is on the map, you know? Yeah. Is it just, I don't know, It's, it's it, it gets fishy when you start to look at these maps and you're like, it's not, a, we're not looking at a globe. They didn't build a, uh, this system off a globe system. Yeah. You know, it's and strange. I remember reading somewhere or listening, somebody was talking about like uh, ship mm. navigators and how they navigate and they navigate under the assumption that it's flat right somebody right. had mentioned if you start to factor in all these things for around earth you would get completely lost nobody does that mm -hmm. right? You're just using your compass and a flat map you send that your your as a muscle equidistant maps that you might have using your compass and you know keeping uh and you keep a uh your kind of pace, you know, how much distance you think you're going based off, you know, stars and things of that nature. There's a lot of interesting stuff. So for people, yeah. people listening that are on the fence, just give it a look. It's interesting, <laughs> right? Like I'm not all in or anything, but I find some very curious things. Yeah, that they do point out that are do have some weight behind it. Um, I think the yeah. point of this episode is that we don't know crap about the North Pole, really. Uh, do you ever really think about the North Pole? Uh, Won't you look up uh, ancient mythology about the North Pole? Because that's where things start to get interesting. 
you know. That's a good idea. And we might even need to it's do like, a, another episode on that. Just bring in some other people who have them look at it. And then me and you study up on it some more and we come and yeah. maybe talk more about what these ancient uh, ancient peoples, you know, what you know, what the Hindus maybe thought about it, what the Greeks, yeah. what the Norse, you know, go more into Idrisil, go more into Norse, Norse mythology about the world tree or you know and that's yeah it, it's so, weird and that's what graham hancock says a lot with some of a lot of this ancient stuff some of it may be embellished a bit but all stories have some basis in reality you just have to determine what what part of it's real and what part of it's just fancy right. stuff added to it right yeah I'm interested in it. I mean, uh, I'm, like, I'm definitely interested in it. For example, like I was listening to one of his books that he wrote, and it one of the stories talks about like a, a fiery, you know, phoenix that shows up uh, every hundred years or something, right? And it flies so close to Earth that it scorches the Earth, right? So on the surface, you're like, oh, that's a nice story. You know, that sounds whatever. But he's thinking, okay, so why would they say this? Is it possible that there was a comet that passed so close to Earth that it did light some stuff on fire? Did it really cause, like, a catastrophe on Earth? Like, those are the questions he asks. I always find it interesting. It's not worth, you know, don't write off all of this uh, mythology. You got, you got me thinking about something, yeah. too. All when right. you said comet is and this has to do with like fake space stuff you know i know you love it <laughs> but when you say comet uh i saw and i hadn't thought about this but i saw a video the other day and they're talking about you know you see the comets they come around they're always regarded as signs and blah 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 yeah. but they always have a big tail and they're moving whatever however fast and then somebody made a good point of, you know, if we're really moving that fast and the sun and everybody's moving that fast, why doesn't the sun have a tail? Why doesn't <laughs> the earth and all of us have a tail, too, if we're actually moving that, you know, they say 65,000 miles per hour or the, the sun moving uh, however fast that's supposedly going through the galaxy. Why doesn't it have a tail? And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, that's kind of interesting, you know. That is a good point. But, you know. You, but yeah. you see a comet, and it's got a tail. Yeah. Huh. Never thought about that. It's it's just kind of common sense stuff, but it's weird. But it's, no, it's it's, it's science. It's complicated about. science, and you just don't understand. Yeah, I'm just too it. stupid with my bachelor's in physics. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it it is an interesting point, and somebody in same video made another point of um when a spaceship or meteors or something are coming into our atmosphere right and they're heating up and they're falling at uh terminal velocity right they they heat up burn up just like uh you know what i'm saying you know yeah. what i'm saying right. why doesn't and this might be me just being really stupid but why don't rockets burn up when they're leaving the atmosphere going at, you know, 18,000 miles per hour. 
and they're going through the same uh, air and they're uh, going maybe faster than terminal velocity. Yeah. The falling. Interesting idea. I was like, you know, they just seem to just launch right out into space, you know? No. <laughs> hmm. But there's more to, that could be said about that, but why doesn't the sun have a tail, though? That is a good question. And I'm curious uh, who... I don't know. I just, well, when I saw that, it was like a meme, and then it just said the person that asked that question, uh, they failed a uh, physics class. But I'm like, uh... Okay. Well, they say Halley's Comet travels at 158,000 miles per hour. But they say the sun is traveling only 45,000 miles per hour. I don't know if that's right. I don't know. See, that's one of the things, you know, when they were growing up learning about the planetary model seems it's like, okay, that's okay. That's fine. But then when they threw in the, but that whole thing is moving through the universe. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it's always. What? How do you know that? I feel like you're yeah. just making stuff up. And no, like, we're just too dumb because we're asking questions, man. Like, and I feel like with a lot of, I don't even <laughs> know if Neil deGrasse Tyson's coming up with this stuff, but even like, I know Stephen Hawking left us recently but like just a lot of his stuff was it's theories right and they're they're interesting ideas and they're fun to think about but everyone has taken everything he said and taken it as fact which is very concerning to me and that's i don't know for me as soon as science says something is fact a hundred percent I feel like it's not science anymore. Well, everybody's saying it's it's what it's called now. It's scientism. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a religion. It's yeah. scientism. And it's, you know, everybody believes it. If you don't, then you're a heretic, so to speak. And it's like, and that's what it's become. It's, it's just scientism. That's, that's a, the yeah. word I've seen used for it. The scientism religion of just, you know, you got to accept all this, all these uh, science uh, ideas with or without proof or experimentation, you know, you don't, you're that's a moron. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh... And it's kind of, it's, it's, you want to believe what science says, not what God says, or you want to believe what science says, not what, uh, you know, whatever religion you believe in or and, you gotta believe what scientism says, not when you, <laughs> what your parents say or something, you know. When you look at, you know, yeah, so that's a good point. You know, growing up, like in a religious household, right, your parents teach you stuff and you're expected to believe it, right? And science is that way now, too, right? This is not science that we can go do in our backyard and say, oh, yeah, okay, that's right. Uh, <laughs> you have to have faith in science as well. If that's your if that's your choice of religion now, right? And that's that's right. my biggest issue with, you know, like with the flat Earth thing. I'm just like, okay, prove to me it's round, 
and just you know regular people like you and me nobody can explain it right they 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 just say some things they heard in science class but they don't have any understanding of how it works and when the real scientists come to the defense of the round earth even the stuff they say sounds like okay i can't confirm this myself i have to i have to believe you so that's how is that different from religion right yeah i mean scientism is just straight up the worship of science is and there's there's a lot of people do it i think and don't realize they do it you know it's like even with just straight up tech, you know, technology. It's like the you know worship their cell phones and worship Apple and yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah it's yeah, exactly. So you know, science people, get get your crap together. Let's get back to what science used to be. Like the mindset of a scientist should be constantly trying to disprove your theory is what you should be doing. But nowadays, all it is is reject anything that is counterintuitive to your theory right this this is completely backwards and with that that attitude that they have is why i'm losing you know faith in science like i I can't i don't trust it like i used to because they don't have the same mindset that they used to so like talking with people that you know like even like a friend of ours that'll argue and get mad about you know us saying that the earth is flat is he shouldn't you should get excited about that be like okay i need to prove myself that the earth is round how do i do it right but instead people just get mad mostly because they're frustrated because they can't because they don't understand it right so that's where I'm at, like on the flat of the thing. I'm like, that's yeah. interesting. So I need to do, and I'm not even going to believe even like the flat earth videos that I see. I'm not taking their word for it. You know, I want to go do it myself. Yeah, you got to scrutinize everything, you know, but I scrutinize all of it. I mean, there's still a lot of questions with that, a lot of things up in the air for their ideas, and there's a lot of things up in the air, I, the air for, uh, you know, if, if you're like me and you don't believe any of the, the NASA stuff, so it's just a lot harder to take in anything they say. So I, Yeah. And they'll even admit that all the pictures and videos they put out, it's not real. It's CGI or enhanced or something. And like even on Twitter, they'll post stuff and I'll be like, this is clearly fake. And people get mad when I say that. But I'm like, no, really, it is. Right. I, I think a lot more people are... Um, opening or waking up to some yeah. of this that uh, that they're uh, kind of con- you know just photoshopping a lot of things and putting it out there and just hoping you gobble it up and for instance when I was kind of researching a lot of this North Pole stuff for the show and just for my own interest you know any of the a lot of the NASA pictures of North Pole I was just like I don't know about that I don't know about that one I can't trust that one you know, are they just composite? You know, yeah. as soon as they admit that they make composites and they edit their stuff to make it look better, yeah, I can't trust anything they put out there. It's just, yeah, 
I so. want to, but I don't know what's real. So, you know, what do I do? I'm skeptical in know, all brother. directions. Um, North Pole, baby. Just like Antarctica, they're both so interesting. I want to go to both of them. I want to go there with you, Bobby, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the great expedition. We all die on accident, you know, <laughs> mysteriously die. If that happens, but, you guys have to know it was the government. Yeah. When we have Bobby with us, you know, we're going to survive, right? Unless somebody's out to get us. <laughs> right. I try to look up some North Pole news, you know, and there just isn't a lot. Nope, nothing. It's Not just a uh, IFL science. The North Pole might be warmer than Europe this weekend. Oh, okay. And then they just show a picture, and it's just a bunch of icebergs, and it's like, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm sure whoever wrote that article just, you know, copy pasted some pictures from Google Images. Yeah. They do about it's about as much research as. You know, it's going to trash some news company, but I don't need to. It's, yes, uh, the North Pole is warmer than Europe right now. Inverse news. That's what crazy. is this? Yeah, I mean, it's showing the North Pole being really warm right now. Hmm. It's weird. Scientists are concerned this isn't just a freak event. So, okay, I got it. Hmm. Is it just those islands up there? They're warming up? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I mean, it, this climate reanalyzer, this picture I'm looking at shows temperature around a globe. And it shows the water currents. And it shows the heat. And it shows the heat kind of traveling up the water current to the North Pole north of Canada, north of Russia. And it doesn't show anything there. It doesn't show any islands. It doesn't show any land. It doesn't even really show ice. So what they're really, they're really just, it's like, there's nothing there, you know. It's almost like they're saying, there's so, yeah. nothing there. So they say it's just, it's nothing. It's just solid ice. But just if it's as warm as... Europe, does that mean it's like water now? Is it just a bunch of water? Because that's what Google Earth shows. Yeah, I don't know. It still looked like it was in negative degrees, but... Hmm. You know, whenever they say the temperature's what in Europe, you know, think about how big Europe is, right? It's it's like, uh, is that an average? So is it minus 60 in the north tip of Finland and that brings down the average of everything else you know i don't know you Maybe, it's just yeah. like your show the other a few weeks ago where you're talking about data <laughs> you know being skewed it's like you they can data. skew the data however they want to it's true so always keep that in mind. i mean like just, with just with scientism you know they can skew the data you know yeah so you might be believing bad data What do you think? you have any out there theories? I mean, if I was going to go out there, I'm just going to say there's got, there's got to be a giant 
mountain there. I don't know about um, World Tree. It's interesting, but yeah, that was, <laughs> I, I think I think island and a mountain or something. You know, the craziest one I heard, and I watched the video on it. it was entertaining at least. This guy seems full on to believe this, but he was talking about how all the mountains you see today and the mountain on the North Pole used to be they're actually giant trees that have since been cut down. Yeah. And I like those videos, yeah. <laughs> Ancient tree giant it was cool, tree stumps. Right, yeah. And that like, you know, all of our underground cave systems are former roots of these trees. And that these trees were more like crystal based, right? And that's why you still see remnants of crystals in these caves. And I was like, that sounds ridiculous, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool going out there, but it's interesting. But I mean, like, the giant tree thing makes sense. You're all on board on giants, period. Like, these super. And when we talk about giants, we're not talking about just ten foot tall guys. It's like, yeah, all the all the mythology and the biblical, uh, you know, stories point to guys much larger than even sixteen, twenty foot, you know, bigger oh, than yeah. that. Oh yeah, like can't even imagine. And I think yeah, so, the, you know, Bible mentions that, and like I think even like the other ancient stories and, t- and even in mythology with the titans and stuff is m- more you know more closer to representing how big they actually were right and like true I need yeah. To, yeah i need to do more research on it because there's you know there's different there's so many different there's like Nephilim and then there's like Raphaim and then there's like even further offshoots of that and I think they kind of got smaller as they went on but like the original ones were massive like terrifyingly massive but then maybe you know the guy that you know David ran into Goliath was more reasonable you know 9 to 13 feet which is like okay that's pretty dang big and that was probably and that was more or less more recent history too like where yeah like later on lesser remnants the giants weren't as big during that time because yeah i don't think david was like a a half breed i guess of sorts i think of an actual one of these giants because they were they were i think they Goliath, were wiped you out yeah yeah i think they were for the most part wiped out back in the day but some of the i don't know i even showed bobby like a verse that there was like uh i think his name was og yep Og king Og. king of he's like he was the last king of the giants which yep. you know that sounds cool, but he was like yep, 13 feet. He's in modern day, what was that? Which would be modern, uh, God, where is he at? Well, I know he was referred to like last of the Raphaim. Yeah. Giants, yeah. Yeah. So I'm but saying I'm like, trying to think know, of what, like, what land that was he was like actually king of. It's like I can't remember, day, yeah. So. Might be like Syria or something. Yeah, it's like Syria or Turkey or yeah, somewhere over there. 
Yeah. yeah those are interesting, I, especially when you go, you know, you, the Greeks have their Titan stories, and then you've got all the ancient Egyptian gods and Sumerian gods could easily have been these things, you know. So, it's true, to yeah. About. And, you know, there's really yeah. no way we're ever going to be able to prove or disprove it. And I think right. you know, science can just say, well, you can't prove it, so it, it's false until you prove it. So um, it's just like okay, well, nah. need to do. We need to do uh, an angel or a giant show sometime. Yeah, I'll have to work that out. I know we wanted to do. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about angels, like the different hierarchies and the different kinds and all that stuff. We were gonna do one on that, but yeah, we need to do like a really good. Like Nephilim, Raphaim, Giants. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Angels, Fallen Angels, Giants is one of all of our favorite topics between me, you, Bobby. I don't know about Matt, but I assume he's interested. It's fun, and then if you're, you know, you've read the Christian stuff, it's really fun. (laughs) So, Yeah, I mean. Because there's, yeah, I feel like with the the bible that we have now they definitely left out a lot of the crazy stuff either for a reason so that you know more people will be accepting to it or because they really want to hide stuff it's like even i was i know like with like the I think Book of Enoch is really the only one that I would consider possibly maybe being credible. And I'm seeing, and I was, um, when they were going through the Old Testament stuff, the people in charge, there was a lot of, uh, like, Jewish influence on that. And because Enoch mentions a lot of the Messiah type stuff, they wanted to leave it out. Right. I mean, I think the Book of Enoch's credible. I think it's... When, yeah. When I yeah. read it, I didn't... Nothing stood out to me as, like, that sounds wrong. Like, it all sounds correct. Like, it, it's not crazy. It's like, okay. It's yeah. no crazier than freaking Ezekiel is. There's parts that... The Bible where they reference the Book yeah. of Enoch. Jude and Second Peter, for sure make direct reference to it. Right. And because of that, they almost left that, those out of the Bible. But, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Because Enoch went to heaven. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't die. I mean, he just rose up, went through the gates of the firmament, went in. <laughs> Or something, I don't know. Yeah, Definitely worth reading, people. I, I did read... I was reading Jasher, and I'm like, this is kind of just a rehash of the Bible already, so I didn't... I don't know, it was whatever. Yeah. A couple, couple extra notes on some of the stuff that happened between, like, creation and Noah. And even Enoch has that, so... Yeah. It's interesting stuff. Because there is a big gap... In the Bible, it's like, okay, blah, 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 people got bad, 
and then they had to throw in a flood, right? But there's no talk about, you know, what exactly happened, but these books fill in the gap. And I, I don't know. They sound correct to me. It doesn't sound like somebody just making crap up. Well, yeah, you can read it and take it for what you want and, and uh, just use it as history, if you will, or inspiration or um, as a study. You know, it's like I don't think anybody's going to tell you it's not unless they're just, uh, you know, not a believer at all. So that's there's a lot of there's a lot of Christians and uh, just religious people in general who don't even know about the book of Enoch. So it's still pretty unknown. And I think one of the things I've been telling people lately is like not to trust humans, right? As much as like when you read the Bible, read it for yourself and what you get out of it, you get out of it. Like if it's truly, you know, God inspired, you'll get out of it what you need to get out of it. But so many people won't read it themselves. They'll just take other people's interpretations and be like, okay, yeah, I believe that. Right? Then you're trusting humans and you're not trusting God. And that's yeah. some people, you know, people that have gone to school for it and may be smarter in it. It's definitely worth listening to them, but don't take their word over God's word. Right. So, yeah. I mean, sure. I felt, I felt I've uh, fallen victim to that. I'm sure a lot of people do, you know, what the preacher says, not what the Bible said or something. And there's a lot of stuff growing up. I was in like a traditional church and there's a lot of things that now that I'm thinking for myself and reading the Bible myself, I'm just like, okay, that that's not right. That's what they've, they sit in churches have been split up or arguing over silly things like this, but like, it's not even in there. It's just a human interpretation of what they think it means. So I don't think that's worth destroying your church yeah. over. Silly things like that. But, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Well, we went from North Pole to uh, religious stuff as usual. A lot of conspiracies can go that way. It comes down to it. Comes down to good versus evil. And a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm going to just say that I think the... The reason why to all these North Pole, Antarctica stuff, any of the uh, big conspiracies are to hide the truth. Right. Just hide the truth of, you know, God and where we're from, who made us. That's what, If there's you know? any evidence to suggest that it might be true, they're going to hide it. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, like with giants, people will be like, okay, well, we've never found any giants, any evidence of that. And I'm like, well, even if we did, do you think they would tell us? Absolutely not, right? No. And that's just because that entire field is full of, you know, atheists, right? So anything that might, you know, 
support our side. They're just gonna they're gonna keep it from us because they don't want I don't know they don't want that fight. Yeah, it's like every skeleton, like giant skeleton or giant photograph that ever comes out. They just it's like almost all of them they say are just all fake. Yeah. All of them. There's like not even one of them. I don't know if I've seen one where they're even like, uh, yeah. this might be real. Right. And if somebody can email it to you, please do. Because I want to see that. But like I, I'll find them. I'm like, oh man, that's cool. You know, they look yeah. real. But everybody always says they're fake. And I'm like, oh, well. And that's like I one thing they fake. can do to, you know, to trick us. is just like if you throw in a bunch of fakes. To muddy the water, well then, even that's good enough, right? You get like one or two guys to make some nice photoshops that look real. Get a bunch of people to share it on Facebook and think it's real. And you're just like, no, the see this guy admits it's fake. Yep. So therefore, they're all fake. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and they do that with a lot of science stuff too nowadays, and archaeology stuff especially. Oh yeah, but yeah. Archaeology. Yeah, I say people check out that North Pole stuff, and I'll put links to all the stuff we were talking about. And I think I'm gonna read up more on this too. Looks like there's a lot on the Hyperborea stuff. I'm curious about that now too. And then yeah, I mean, there's a rich history there that you're told is just mythology. Just don't worry about the North Pole, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, there's not even a modern mythology, you know. There's there's no big stories about oh the so and so expedition to the North Pole. It's like ask anybody, you know, who was the first person to go to the North Pole or something. It's like yeah, they won't be able to tell you anything. <laughs> One, they don't know, and two, even if we went to try and research it, there's always you know asterisks, just like. Uh, well, that guy said he did, but did he really? You know, they so were, I don't even they know. They were, yeah, they were miles away. Yeah. So, yeah, just, we'll talk about it again sometime. But, yeah. It's interesting. But just yeah. like the Antarctica, just like the edge. So that'll, I know this episode, we didn't do one last week, so this is a week late. Um, this is our closing one on uh, Antarctica. We're going to come back and, like, you guys, you got to email us and comment on Facebook or Twitter with stuff that you find interesting. We'll go into detail on more of the stuff if you want it. We just, right now, we're just kind of high-leveling all of this kind of stuff just to see what people actually want to hear. Now, the the highest-viewed one is the Flat Earth one, so that's interesting, right? So that's why I figured we'd talk about this today and maybe... We can revisit some flatter stuff later. Maybe yeah. even have like a heated debate. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah. So. I mean, flatter is interesting, but I don't know. I feel like I've watched everything I could watch on it now. So it's just. Yeah. It's so fun when you find a conspiracy that's so out there to people that it actually makes them mad. <laughs> It's weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, it's weird. It's very weird. So. Yeah, they get furious. 
Because, like, you know, some of the... We could throw out some, like, did you know the moon is made out of cheese, right? That doesn't make anybody mad, right? No. If it's completely absurd, why would you get mad about it, right? So the fact, you know, if people really thought Flat Earth was 100% completely absurd, they wouldn't even acknowledge it, right? They'd just be like, yeah. Yeah. People get real mad about Flat Earth. But instead, they're just like, oh, no. Yeah. All the science, you know. That's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> the, uh, Do it. So we'll, we'll land this plane here, guys. Again, you know, just try to try to get in touch with us. And if even if you think you're like an expert on something, we might even you know have you on the show. We're not we're not super famous yet, so we'll still listen to the common folk. <laughs> yep. but, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Jabronius. Good as always. Yep. We'll definitely have to do this more. And, you know, it's it's pretty easy to do over Skype now that you've moved far away. Yeah. yeah. Um, I moved closer to the North Pole, so, Ooh. you know, yeah. not that far. Man. I might be able to walk from here <laughs> in Michigan. It's not too so. far. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to do it for tonight. So... All right. Say goodbye. Good show. Adios, guys. Yeah, I'm going to say people go watch ODD TV or ODD reality. So I think that's a good source for some truth talk about these topics. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Mm-hmm.